Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. You know what, Sophie? What? I hate Illinois Nazis. I think everybody does. <laughs> I didn't really, I, I was saying this, obviously, my naivety of this still being a thing now, possibly, like people are still like that. I just thought that was like long gone. Like, no, nope, we still have these neo Nazis still. Why? What, like, uh... just let it go. It was in the past, it was history. <laughs> that's the way I see it. Everyone <laughs> like everybody. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's the never way the world happen. should be. <laughs> Hello everyone, today we're going to be talking about the comedy, musical, cult classic, Blues Brothers. I've been really looking forward to watching this. I keep pointing it out to you going, I want to see this. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, mm. and then it'd be like something else comes up and then I'm like, I keep coming back and be like, I want to see this. Yeah. And I think the main reason for me is when I was a little girl, we went, obviously, always get a story of when I'm in America. Yeah. Because this is like the only family, big family holiday we had. I went to Universal Studios, which obviously that's the studio that does Blue Brothers. And there was this kind of play show thing um, that was around at that time. I don't think we went, but there was like a street that you can go down. Uh That's literally like kind of dedicated to the Blues Brothers. Okay, right. I don't know if it's still there. It was a long time ago when we went, but um, and I, I think the music somehow because it, it had like obviously they play the music Sick. on that's, the street. That's probably what stuck with you the most. Yeah, but it was like it kind of intrigued you, I guess. Like, oh, what's what is this? Yeah, and I'd never seen it obviously because I was only about twelve years old at this point when we went right. to America. Okay, so I've never actually seen the Blue Bro- Blues Brothers. Yeah, and I think this is why I wanted to kind of tie that jigsaw piece up. So the things I was seeing. That was probably the street of the Blues Brothers mm-hmm. and not being aware of what it really is until maybe now. Mm-hmm. Can you recall from what you saw back then, does that play a part in any of this within the film? Can you remember? I think it's more the cars, the era. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, this <laughs> the guys in the suits yeah. with the glasses and stuff. Yeah. That's the Ray-Bans, yeah. Yeah, definitely iconic. And I think it's mainly the music. I think for me, so certain tracks, I'm like, why do I know this? So there's that one which is yeah. I even I was like, I don't actually know what it was called, but I had to look it up, and it was the the Peter Gunn theme by Henry Mancini, that... and it's kind of like a it's not like espionage, like do 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 going on. It's <laughs> yeah. like yeah, and so, and you said you found it funny because it was. <laughs> It was just well. What was what was the reason? I, I don't know. I just feel like there's some something somewhere in my head, and I don't know if this is. I don't even know where I'm getting this from. I feel like it's one of those things where somebody has a gun and they're hiding behind the wall, and then like kind of pointing out and shooting, and then coming back in, and it being like this comical kind of piece of music. 
that you that's can what I mean use. by espionage. Yeah, yeah. Almost like we haven't seen Austin Powers, but that kind of like no, silly, silly. <laughs> I I think I would absolutely hate that. Yeah, n- knowing what you like with comedy, you probably would. But I feel like just him in the chair, turning round, round, like stroking the cat. Even that annoys me. Like, and that's not even Austin Powers, but right, it's oh, badly, okay. isn't it? From the James Bond films, yeah. Yeah, so I and is he Groovy Baby? Is the Austin? Yeah, oh, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no, we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> Thank God, we're here to talk about Blues Brothers. Um, so you have your two main characters, which the reason why you know the names before they even get said is because it's written on the knuckles. Yeah, so you've got Jake and you've got Elwood, quite like Elwood as a name, it's quite unique, isn't it? Yeah, yeah no, I don't yeah. think I've heard that before. Jake is just Sorry, anyone who's called Jake, it's a bit of a common name. <laughs> yeah, Elwood sounds more like a surname, doesn't it, really? Yeah, I yeah. quite like it. Or you, it's that you call someone as a nickname, you know, like... Yeah, I don't really know anyone called Elwood, to be no, fair. No. <laughs> and they're both, obviously, brothers, which, to be fair, they do not look like their brothers. Like, nothing in common, like, not even anything. One's really, really short and a bit dumpy, mm-hmm. and the other one's quite lanky and tall. Yeah. Obviously, you can't really tell about the facial features because you never get to see one of them's yeah. eyes. Yeah, exactly. Like I said to point out to you, we should know one of the least, you know, the taller one, Dan Aykroyd, who is, has recovered way, way back when we sort of started this podcast, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm still trying to... Did I really like him? Yeah, you did, yeah. Re, uh, he was called Ray in that. Because he was really, yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lovable and yeah. a bit like Sam the Pan Man. I think I remember saying that. Yeah, I think that's probably right, yeah. I think I said that. Which, weirdly, obviously I can't tell if that is him or not, to be fair, because you don't get to see his eyes. So that's... I feel like the eyes are the window... To your soul, as they say, yes. So it's like, for this movie to work really well and the expression of a face is being it's, very masked. Yeah, it's all about them just appearing like cool and... Collected and mysterious <laughs> because obviously they're just you've just got them behind the shades and the hat and everything and it's mm. just strange. Yeah, it is. It, but I love the concept behind it. Yeah. I really do. But I think that shows how strong their acting skills are because you can't be portraying emotion through glasses. Like <laughs> no, pitch no, black. exactly. You can't. Yeah, raising your eyebrows. It's kind of all just playing it straight and not. Mm. To influx on the whole, but it's the way uh, the emotions. Is, it's yeah. more the movements yeah. within their body. I think yeah. that they seem to portray the character through it, mm-hmm. which is a different way of acting. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you get Jake coming out of prison. Yep. So he's been in there for, well, he's served three years out of his five for his sentence. So he's smoothed somebody somewhere, obviously to get out of prison earlier. But it doesn't really tell us exactly why he's in prison. No, but it kind of comes later as he as the story progresses. But it's basically because he attempted to rob a gas station <laughs> to pay the band. Oh, bless him! Yeah. So he had good intentions. Yeah. But to be fair, go big or don't rob anything at all. Like, why the hell a gas station? Like, mm. rob a bank? <laughs> You're gonna rob it. Too anything? much like hard work. Yeah. Too much planning. Yeah, I don't feel like these guys have got much foresight. Um, they're always on a women of prayer here. Pretty much, mm-hmm. and I think it's more the well, definitely Jake's charisma gets them by. Yeah, definitely more so. Elwood kind of just tags along. <laughs> yeah. So, 
pulling up in a police car to pick Jake up, which doesn't go down very no. well. But the reason behind that is because obviously the perks of a police car, which I never really thought about this, but to be fair, this police car mm. is going to go faster, isn't it? I wonder what like dial on a police car you have. Does it like, can you go even faster? You, you know what I mean? Never really thought about that, to be honest. Is it like a sports car, but no. covered up in a police car? It must Probably. have. Yeah. Must be more robust and sturdy, and. I mean, this car does go through a lot, to be fair. Yeah, like so, it makes you think. Actually, well, what make is a police car? Why isn't everyone driving one? <laughs> <laughs> so that literally was in my mind. Like once he said that. Well, I think that would like a bit of a problem if they were to be painted like. No, no, but you could make a police same. car the same make, right. but have it like a green one. I don't know. Probably <laughs> the police car wouldn't want that because they'd never be able to catch anyone, would they then? No. So the main premise that we have for the, the storyline is that the orphanage that they grew up in is being taken over, closed down, what have you. And they need $5,000 to pay the taxes on. It to you know to save it basically, mm-hmm. so they're so like, well, <laughs> what we're we gonna do? We don't really have the money to do that. They, I mean, it comes across that they're not very religious anyway, and uh, despite the fact that obviously the orphanage, <laughs> um, we have the the penguin who, yeah. <laughs> as she's called, who's <laughs> the, the the nun, teach you the ten commandments, right. and you still have a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah. I do like the part in when when they're there, like, don't take the Lord's name in vain and whatever, and so they're like, oh, shit, <laughs> shit, and then she keeps hitting them. Know, actually, that was quite funny, and I don't think many things are funny, but that made me laugh. But I don't know if it's because I, I actually went to a private Christian school hmm. when I was a lot younger, and, like, saying, oh, my God, was, like, like such yeah. a bad blasphemous kind of thing to say that like I used to then go around going oh my gosh oh my, I'm thinking actually oh I, I hated myself for it because it's like it was probably yeah, false self-filtering yeah, yeah like I know obviously I don't swear a lot in front of people but mm. it was one of those like it just seems weird to say doesn't it that way yeah, yeah it's very just, PG yeah teen if that's even so it's really call, bizarre. Yeah. So I kind of related to Jack and Elwood a little bit with the Jake. fact of... Jake and Elwood. Oh, yeah, Jake. <laughs> it did not kind of have to be blasphemous, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm so sorry that if I do offend anyone saying, oh, my God, but it's just one of those things I now. I don't think that... we've started swearing in much worse things <laughs> now, haven't we? So it doesn't really matter anymore. Um, so, yeah, I love the fact that she's... And I love the fact that they're in them old school tables you know like what you used to fit school in like kind of yeah, slide yeah. in and jake has a problem obviously because he's a little bit more rotund trying to get <laughs> into that yeah, a good, yeah that was a good obviously it was a good one they were kind of like oh let me come forward to see your face and then they kind of just shuffle in the desks and yeah. then the initial thing with these these weird like opening and self-closing doors really bizarre like i didn't almost get like them. very eerie almost eerie isn't it but i was wondering if god is just like Providing the door <laughs> shutting, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But then, yeah, Jake then t- like tumbles down all the way down the stairs while he's got the desk and chair yeah. around him, and he's just going to shatter at the bottom. But I love the fact that they still want to do goodbye where they grew up. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we don't know why they are orphans. We don't know what's happened to the parents or anything like that. That history doesn't really delve out of what. Yeah. But I like the fact that they see that orphanage as their home. 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've also got, is it Curtis? Yes. He seems to be part of the orphanage as well. He looks after the little boys that are now kind of present in yeah. the orphanage. Yeah. And he's got, they've got that relationship with him as well. And I think that's kind of like a nice little background of, yeah, okay, they're doing all these really, really bad things. But actually, their intent mm-hmm. behind what they're doing. Not saying that you can go and rob a bank for whatever reason that you think is good intent. I'm not. I'm not condoning that. No, no, of but it, I think for the light humor of a film, it works. <laughs> so then this brilliant idea comes. We've got to get the band together. Yeah, because yeah, he goes into this like almost so OTT like gospel church situation where we have James Brown being the sermon. I think this is really great. I mean, I was, I've always kind of like wanted to like to go because obviously it seems like very, very obviously very passionate about what they're doing in their praising like the thing. But it's it, this is like to the extreme <laughs> levels. No, 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 no. So I've actually been to one of those churches. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I didn't get that vibe when I was there. Okay. So I think this this is really hard. Like, you really want to be kind of part of it. You want to be dancing. You want to be yeah. flailing your arms around. And sometimes when that happens and you stood there and you're like, I'm not, I'm really not feeling this. Like, uh-huh. that was me. And I was a little bit like, I feel like I should be doing something here. Like, I should be feeling something. But yeah. there's literally nothing. I don't, I would love to get that helping about mm. it. But it just... I mean, in just a observe don't get me wrong i'm not wanting to be jumping around with them yeah but i think that's the thing like if you've been participating i think you you would look like the odd one out which i did (laughs) i did um and it's a little bit like wow okay these people are full of beans yeah and obviously that i don't know very soulful yeah Yeah. and i'm just like stood there like like the pins not even dropping for me like (laughs) there's no light bulb telling me what i need to be doing here so yeah it's quite interesting to to observe and watch Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes it's one of those awkward situations as well if you're not participating. I don't yeah. think they just want you to come in and watch them. No. <laughs> but I get where you're coming from. I think for me, a religious-ish background I've had, mm-hmm. this kind of Christianity kind of vibe to the, right. the nuns and everything like that yeah. and this wacko church, <laughs> which I'm like... <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm just like, oh, whew, this is bringing back memories. <laughs> which it's not it's not bad memories but it's just not my fondest time of living there i think i just wasn't my true self to it it's like i really wanted to be part of this mm-hmm. and really wanted that yeah but okay. actually i it just didn't seem to be true for me no. but anyway at this point jake kind of sees the light <laughs> no and jake's, and jake's well, like i shouldn't say that <laughs> and elwood's like what light <laughs> kind, of, kind of thing, which is, I think it's quite... That's me! <laughs> <laughs> so then he get, kind of gets the bug, I guess you want to call it that, and then just doing starts doing backflips and like, stuff. The music in this yeah. is, is phenomenal. Oh, yes. And like, that scene is point. amazing. Yeah. And obviously, if it didn't if it didn't have that kind of connection to them kind of situations, then the, it would be absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so from the music and everything like that, they want to get the band together. Yeah. My gripe is I didn't realise how big this band was going to be. It's massive. Like, I don't know why. I just thought it was them two and then they had a couple of guys and that were it. Yeah, no, there's a lot more, like, players in it. You know, like, mm. it's almost like an orchestra, almost. Kind of one thing we do have, 
as we obviously as we get into all rounding the gang up together, mm-hmm. the first like instance of like <laughs> these car chase carnage that we have going on. Uh, what did you make of the whole thing? You know, going through the mall and smashing all the 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 glass going through all the shops and all that kind of stuff. It's interesting at first. Like, I didn't mind the first kind of car scene chase. Yeah. I thought it was a bit excessive going through a mall. I do. Go like, big or go home. I feel so sorry for the shoppers and then the people that own the shops. It's like, <laughs> like, do you have? Are you insured for that? Like, how does that work? Like, if you rang up your insurance and gone, there's a car just drove through the entire mall and wrecked everything. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. But. Yeah. A little bit excessive with the policeman ending up on, like, tippled over and then they're just, like, Spin, spinning, spinning around. around. Yeah. But we also have bypassed, as well, a really, really, really important character, hmm. which is Princess Leia. Yeah. Like, character. she pops out of nowhere. Yeah. She's still... Well, the film was, came out in 1980 and uh, Empire Strikes Back was also in 1980, so this is still, like, oh, while, while she was... Still doing Star Wars, Star Wars, or she she maybe wrapped up on part of it, and then guess well known for at that point for that. So I don't really know why she needed to do this. To be fair, like it's not. I like... think she just wanted to, to kick some ass because she like absolutely goes full throttle with <laughs> like uh, means of. <laughs> initially, you think, what is this girl's problem? Like you don't understand the background yeah. in like what she's doing because initially you see her with this big like bazooka thing firing at them. <laughs> In the doorway, and then soon after that, it's like almost the next day, she like literally levels a building. Yeah, but do you know what? They're okay. I was like, how the heck that literally you'd be dead? There were so many times in this film I would have been like, it's, it reminded me a bit of a cartoon in that sense. Definitely, I think you like Looney Tunes yeah. vibe. Because like the building is literally just collapsed. I'm sure if a brick landed on your head, you would die. Like, then there's another bit where she comes along again. Turbo bus boosts them out of the telephone box and it spins up in the air. Yeah, I remember because at that point, it's kind of like seeing this um, gasoline tank or whatever and it says yeah. danger flammable and thinking... The I, 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 I think, yeah, that I know there's a, I know there's a prank here somewhere. I can't remember where it's going to come into play. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, she comes in with a flamethrower and just... <laughs> Ridiculous! I'm like, how are they still alive? Um, like, it, um, unless it's God providing yeah, the yeah. way. Or... As I keep saying, we're on a yeah, mission from God. A mission from God, and I'm thinking, hmm, I don't think God would be very happy with this mission. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ten Commandments and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't think he'd yeah. be down. Um, uh, a couple of other people that we have, obviously, one of them being um, John Candy, who's you know like from Home Alone, Uncle Buck. Yes. As, as one of like the police chiefs or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Senior to the, the, the police who were chasing him initially. Yeah. I quite like yeah. him. Yeah. I he's do. A good, he's yeah. a lovable character. Rest in peace to him. Yeah. But he's a funny when that happens. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. I um, <laughs> also, on the topic of Star Wars, at the beginning when Jake's getting out of prison mm-hmm. and the the officer gives him all his stuff back. Yeah. At the beginning, Frank Oz, who. I said mentioned you like did the voice of like Fozzie Bear and stuff oh, and Muppet yeah. stuff. I also does the voice of Yoda from really? Star Wars as well. So yeah. Oh. Getting on the Star Wars action there. Everybody coming in, yeah. like so popular. They do have so many people coming in, I don't know how much this film actually costs. Oh, 
I think it was quite a big budget, especially with all the stuff that happens near the end of the film anyway. But To me, the, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that point. Yeah. Um. Um, so then a couple of the people that comes and, you know, going to get the band back mm-hmm. together. One in particular really stands out for me as a, a particularly good scene anyway, is when they go into a cafe and... You better think, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As Aretha Franklin says, I love... Love that song. Uh, it's probably that is probably in my maybe top five favorite songs all time. Really? Yeah. And can we just dig a little bit deeper of why is it? I don't know. Just it's just the the I think the the original song anyway. This is obviously still a little different from what I know is yeah. the song anyway. It's kind of like a, a remix in mm-hmm. a sense. Yeah. But I mean, it's like two and two and a half minutes long. But I think everything about it is just perfect and kind of. Like everything about it, there's not like a. It sounds definitely like a dull moment in the song. It's not like a bit like oh, you know, this instrumental bit's dragging on a little bit or anything. Is like it that. the sass of it? Yeah, I think it's just very so soulful. Like... There, I don't know. I'm I've, I get that from my mum, who's very much. She kind of grew up with like sort of like in the reggae kind of like music and stuff, oh, really? and everything from the soul R and B soul era. So, is that not your dad's? He does like some, but I think it's More that's come from my mum. So, like, if you do something wrong now, if I start singing Aretha Franklin to you, will that ruin that for you? <laughs> you won't sing a good as her, though, I'm sorry. Excuse me? <laughs> I'll try my hardest. <laughs> Let's get practicing. I'll get some sass on. <laughs> no, but it's a yeah. really good scene. But I feel so sorry for her. Yeah, her she does all, does all this, and then he kind of just walks out anyway. He doesn't even like... think, does he? No. Like, literally. He's not even realising what he's done to her there. Left her on her own. It's going on tour, ditching her. She's got a cafe. She's got no chef because he was the cook. Yeah. So what does she do now? Yeah, and the other guy as well. He, you know, the saxophone player. Just walks he off. Glasses. Like, she's like, oh, go on, go on with him. Like, so like, yeah. cafe needs to shut for the day because like literally no one's cooking unless she's doing both. Yeah. Poor so, lass. Yeah. I mean, like. And rest in peace to her as well. <laughs> There's a lots of people that have died yeah. in this film. Like, not actually in the film, but not around no more. Because 1980. Yeah, yeah. So there's, well, I mean, John Belushi, who plays Jake, is also passed. So, yeah. Elwood, is he still around? He's still alive, yeah. yeah. Oh, He's still we've alive. got one. <laughs> yeah, and also Ray Charles, that's another a great song as well, you know, the Shaky Tail Feather, which kind of like follows it almost immediately after the Aretha. Yeah, 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 which is really good, and they yeah. have this little bit of a dance scene. I yeah. really enjoy these kind of parts of yeah. the film. The choreography they have in the world, the people in the street dancing along—that was really like. I didn't well. know there was a dance to that. I know that sounds really daft. Did you not? No. Take your tail feather. I didn't know you wear a little bomb in the yeah, air. Yeah. <laughs> and then from the back of that, obviously, we've got a fake music concert gig that they are saying they now have. Oh, yeah, this, Jake is. Yeah, yeah, at this like country and western bar kind of thing. So. I really enjoyed this scene. I thought it was really good the way mm. they did it. Mm-hmm. And in the end, obviously, they're getting booed and hissed at and chucked at yeah. like beer bottles. And then still, when they're doing a cracking job... I know, it didn't make any sense of it. I think they were just obviously really rowdy and drunk and just doing it for the sake of doing it. But Yeah, but they like... really enjoyed it in the end. Um, but I think there's music as well. I quite enjoyed that scene. That does kind of... Still sit with me. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. They sing um, is it Rawhide, which is like a TV theme. I've never heard of it before. 
No. <laughs> no. I suppose you wouldn't. It's not. I mean, I kind of. I think it's just one of those things I kind of know, really. But and they sing. I forget who sings "Stand by Your Man" initially, originally. I don't know. So, so I want to say it's like Dolly Parton or something. I could be t- completely wrong there. But... <laughs> Not sure. It sounds like something yeah. she would sing. It probably is a female song, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So then, obviously, they've drank up, supped up their worth of money in that. The gig, yeah. Yeah, because they thought the booze was free, but it wasn't. So they've not actually made any money on the back of it. Yeah. And then they kind of bump it. This bit I could do without. Hmm. They kind of bump into the old boys or whatever it is, country Yeah, old the old, boys. old good old boys, yeah. And then this gets a little bit too stupid, doesn't it? Where they're kind of like a little bit of a rivalry against him now and they're after him. Vendetta, yeah. Oh, and of course we have the Illinois Nazis situation as well when they run them off the bridge where they're protesting doing so the rally. So now they're against uh, him. Yeah. So the police are after him. Yeah, you've got the whole like Chicago police force to surround them when they're doing that this big the, the whole comeback talk they do like, like self-promotion like going round well <laughs> Chicago and kind of handing out flyers and stuff and everything just yes, for this the one night um, yeah Ethan helps yeah. out yeah they've got this little speaker megaphone on the car yeah. yeah but I think somebody helps them because obviously I've wrote down here that they're in a sauna yeah, and yeah. they're still wearing the hats and glasses and it's like what the hell who would do that but- it's sort of not breaking character, I think. It just, I think it would look... so funny. Look, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just not... <laughs> it, it would it would kind of ruin the persona of them as characters. Yeah. If they were to do that, because they'd be like, well, hang on a minute, I don't want to see what... And it obviously, you know, it's not like they've got alien eyes or anything like that behind the glasses, but <laughs> it's it's kind of just like, they've just got to maintain that as part of who it's they sweating. are. <laughs> and then the whole band is still, like, awkwardly there as well, which initially, the way that the pan in the, yeah, yeah, the shot... Yeah. Like, come on, everybody, let's go. Yeah, yeah. It's like, didn't really realize it was that big of a sauna that everyone else could fit mm-hmm. in as well. Yeah, so that's how they get the venue and everything. And... Yeah, and repeatedly on a mission from God, yeah. like all the time. It's Elwood that constantly says that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like one of his like well-known lines. Yeah. Like I feel like that would be a quote from him. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting to a point of where they've rallied everybody up, mm-hmm. done a cracking job. It looks like the venue's going to be booked out, and yeah. then they run out of gas. Yeah. The band is there, the concert hall is packed, and it's, you know, we want the band, we want the band kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, Jake and I would have still having to be on their merry way to to get there. But Well, Elwood's chatting up a girl yeah. that he then wants to meet at, like, 12 o'clock, and he never does because yeah. of the ending of how it pans yeah. out. She's just stood there waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And that's because they've driven around town all day yeah. and decided, you know, ooh, cars, they don't run on petrol, they just run on good love. Well, <laughs> I don't understand why people think this. Um, don't get me going. Um, I think I always get into somebody's car and now I actually look at their lights to make sure they've got enough petrol. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have to do that. I don't drive. No, no, you don't. Well, I'm, <laughs> I've never been that, gotten to that point of anywhere past, maybe a little bit past halfway on the tank, but never like quarter, not even, never, never ever gone that far. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, just top it up. What's the problem? Yeah. Like, unless you're like really, really brassic. Yeah. Like, but... I get it. But then if you are, don't drive around the whole town. Yeah. Shouting about something if you've not got enough money to fill up your tank to get to the place yeah. where you need to be. Yeah. <laughs> just common sense. Yes. 
But it adds a little bit of drama, intenseness yeah. to the yeah. film because you're yeah. like, oh, are they going to make it? But you know they're going to. Yeah. But before they actually come on stage, they get like an opening act mm-hmm. of Curtis doing a, a rendition of Minnie the Moocher. It's really good. And I like how it kind of does like a hit it kind of thing and then they kind of like transform into this full like swanky get up thing yeah. like, like they're a proper band and then once they finish the song it kind of cuts back so it's and then it's like they're just in now where they were normally yeah. so it's like they ha- that's how they perceive themselves and everybody was having a great time and that's which, how he wanted yeah. to kind of yeah no yeah, I get that yeah. it's a really good scene and I loved that kind of opening and mm-hmm. really he could have just been on stage mm-hmm. I know Jake and Elwood <laughs> they do add quite a good pizzazz when they're on performing yeah, yeah, yeah. So while he's singing that for us, Curtis, we're kind of flashing back to getting into like a sewer to kind of drive the car. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is where we get the main Princess Leia moment. Yeah. Of, I think she's got a big ass gun in this bit, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of get to realise why she's like this psycho crazy woman. Mm-hmm. She's had a thing with Jake. Yeah. And you do get to see Jake's face. It's so weird. When that happens, hmm. it's like, I thought he was a lot older than that, but he looks like he's got such a baby face. Yeah. It's so it's strange. Like, I'd love to know what Elle would look like. I know you've said he's Ray from, but like a younger kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. So I feel like they've had a past relationship or something like that, and it's not gone very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, he seems to still be able to smooch her. Yeah, I think it's just doing that, taking off glasses, and it's kind of like, oh, it's forgiven kind of thing. It's kind of almost like baby blues, but not really. He's got literally, he does, like, have the, like, baby look face, like, yeah. butter wouldn't melt. And all, all is forgiven. And then he's, she's quickly tossed aside him, and it's kind of like, right, let's go. It's horrible. <laughs> Poor girl. She's going to be after him again now. <laughs> after that, that she's literally just chucked her in a muddy sewer. Like, if you ever did that to me, I swear to God. I would be like Princess Leia with a gun. <laughs> Just imagine Princess Leia with a gun, like a proper gun, like in the Star Wars. You'd love that, wouldn't you? I mean, she got blasters and stuff, but I mean, like a proper, like, Terrible. taking out stormtroopers. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Instead, she's like the hopeless, like, help me. Kind of. So then they somehow, miraculously, a bit of a... <laughs> Do we get that music back again? Oh, yeah, I think they do, yeah, because they're kind of sneaking back into the venue, trying to get on stage. But, yeah, you kind of get that thing where it kind of fits in there. Yeah. Well, much better because they kind of actually like doing the whole tiptoey sneaking <laughs> around the cops kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I quite think that adds the value to it. Yeah. it just, it's comical for me. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah. So get on stage, yeah. do a brilliant job. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Obviously, there's police, there's the Nazis, there's the... um. Good old, old boys. Good yeah. old boys, yeah. And you know that they're in for it and that basically it's not going to last long and they're going to have to make a run for it. for it. But before they do, they end up, luckily, some like record producer or somebody from the, the label is like really interested in, they get their guy's sound and wants to like make a record deal with them. And so he's like, here's $10,000 or $10,000, so double of what they... Or whatever wanted. the figure was, yeah. Yeah, More so enough. they're going to be able to help the orphanage Age. in the end. Yeah. Um, I think they do kind of say to give it to the... I think they plan it out so they're quite cleverly knowing that maybe they're not going to be able to give the money to the orphanage. So they say so, to give it to 
somebody yeah. I think might be Curtis. Yeah. And they'll sort that out yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, sort of receipt in the morning with the office in the morning. Yeah. But now they either got to make the daring escape to get to that so they make sure that it's all taken care of. And now, after this point, you reckon it was like this is whole like reveal like cops and everything, end. just like a bit long winded. I feel like that could have ended there. Really? Like they've done the good performance, and you then you left not knowing, which is strange for me. Like really? kind of, are they going to get put back in the prison, or do they get away scot free? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the once they know that they've got the ten grand and they can go and the orphanage is saved, I feel like that could just. Be all right then. Right, okay. This car chase bit, God, it goes on forever. I'm like, really? Like, does it need to be this long? Like, it felt like an hour of my life, and it's like this movie was two and a half hours, wasn't it, or something like that? Near enough, yeah. They could have got, cut this down. It could at least be made two hours, and I was just a little bit like, does it need to be that long? Like, did did you feel like it gained? I really enjoyed the musical side of it. Like, yeah, yeah. I loved that part. No, don't get me wrong. That's a great element to it obviously that's why it's a comedy musical also i kind of feel like there was more music in it from when i saw it a a while ago Mm. but i know obviously the whole carnage that happens at the end is 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 a thing that stands out because there's about 104 cars that got destroyed in the process of doing all this you know with the the police car pile up and stuff across that wasteful those people could have bought those cars and been (laughs) driving Around, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there was like the shot where the car, like almost like dash cam thing, and the car's going like well, a hundred miles an hour or something down thing, and thinking, oh, like, Jesus, I'd hate to actually be in that passenger seat <laughs> and that thing because I'm not great with mm. speed and at the best times and stuff. I always get anxious if I'm a passenger and someone else is driving really fast. Mm, yeah, no, um, I know what you're meaning. I'm the same, but I think I don't know. I, just, I feel like it didn't add as much as I wanted. I think it could have been shortened. I think they put all of it, their efforts into this and it was like, this isn't actually the best part of the film for me. Mm. There's so much more stuff that you've done prior that is golden. <laughs> and this is just like, okay, right, are we, are we going to wrap it up now? Yeah, Chicago's most wanted, it seems, because like, there's so many cops and but it, everybody. You know, to be fair, I'm sure there's somebody else out there that's doing a worse job and doing something <laughs> worse, criminal-wise, than these two. Yeah. And it's like... Seriously, you've just got... It's like a Tom and Jerry kind of situation, I feel like. Yeah, almost, yeah. The kind of chase these two for no reason. That's what John Landis was going for, who's the director of this. So, but, sadly, they get put back. Yeah, so... Yeah, they managed to get the receipt to clear the cheque or whatever it is to <laughs> for the orphanage to get the what they're A brief cameo from Steven Spielberg, which, which obviously I didn't realise from back... Whenever I saw it last, I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, it's, yeah, is that him? Yeah, he looks so young there <laughs> doing that. Um, and then almost immediately to do that, it's like they're all like, he's in a very much cartoony fashion again, mm-hmm. like surrounded by like a million guns pointed at them. Yeah. In the room. Oh, guys. Room. I do yeah. feel sorry for Jake, most of all. Mm. He just got out of there and I yeah. was getting shoved back. back in the slammer, yeah. At least he's got his brother with him this time. Yeah. And the band's all. They're playing with them in the yeah. prison county jail. Which I don't really know why, to be fair, because they didn't do anything wrong. Accomplices to them. I don't know. but Possibly. <laughs> I doubt yeah. they turned themselves in. Maybe. 
You know what I mean? They don't really feel like they did anything. All they did were playing a band with them. Like, why are they in mm. prison? Unless they had other things like criminal records. I doubt. No. But they all seemed to have a good time anyway. Yeah, they did, yeah. Despite where they are. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the film. Before we get to the scoring, have we, is there anything else to add you want to discuss? I think mainly the main parts for me were the musical scenes. Like, that's the most enjoyment. Yeah. I'd have more of that. Uh-huh. And less car chases. Right. Um, personally, <laughs> I think... Do you think the budget would have been better spent on actually getting yeah, like, more musical of numbers than... killing so many cars in the process, you know, like they could have, I don't know, added another cameo in or something yeah. like that, that, that I'd have enjoyed that personally more um, <laughs> and make it more of a musical. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the comedy side of this, which is bizarre for me. But it's more that... Old school comedy, I'd, mm. I'd say. Genuine, like, it feels genuinely funny. Yeah. Like, it's not... Comedy is a really fine line for me. So if somebody's really overdoing the comedy to try and make it funny, I yeah. hate it. Yeah. I absolutely hate it because, like, well, this is not even realistic and it's not funny. Okay. Whereas if it's... But, I mean, there's, there's, there's situations in this world it's not realistic. Like, say, the building collapsing and then just getting up. I, th- well, I, find, that, I find that really funny. It's I don't like find just that the, funny. The, the whole comedic element of that is like, oh, brush it off like it's nothing. <laughs> but but I think it's kind of the way it's portrayed in a cartoon way. Mm-hmm. Which I love cartoons. Because <laughs> you know they're a cartoon. It's not realistic yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. Whereas, like, for example, going to an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> Here we go again. And... <laughs> It's one of those where it's just not realistic, any of it, and it's so goofy and just like the storyline. The way it's shite. portrayed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's not funny, it's just not delivered in the right way. Mm-hmm. This does. does for me, and I really, really value that because it's like comedy for me is hard pushed. Give me any old school comedy. Maybe I'm just like an old soul. Like, I've said this before to, to you. With that, you seem to like, well, I mean, I like the old music as well. But I mean, like you like seem to really enjoy like singing in the rain. For example. I loved that. Absolutely loved that. Like that came number one film for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is ranking as high as singing in the rain for like a musical aspect. I really don't think it's. No, there. it's a it's different, different... kettle fish. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to go scoring first this time? Yeah, because I've. Yeah, I'm toy. I'm. I'm toyed i'm torn a little bit with my score at the moment so i'm hoping your kind of values can help me make sure (laughs) i'm scoring this right minute okay yeah for me my score is going to be 7.5 you surprised me there really yeah i I had a lot of fun watching this again Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong it's it's there's a lot of great elements with it obviously the music Mm -hmm plays a big part and makes me like want to like see like a obviously like a production show the, the, like there was annoyingly there was when I worked at Bradford Theatres I remember there was like a Bruce, Blues Brothers experience or something mm-hmm. that went on there and I wish obviously like back then I would have gone to I, I wasn't like really just seen I don't think I'd really maybe seen it at that point anyway mm. or knew enough about it I would to, love to, to go think, so but, if it when, if, whenever when... things open up and there's an opportunity, and yeah, that'd be yeah. a great experience to see how that sort of compares, how they can condense that 
into uh, obviously I don't doubt there's going to be like 104 cars no. crashing into I think they'll more the lean towards the, the musical, musical side of which I would really really yeah. enjoy yeah. So um, but yeah, yeah no definitely but, and the humour works on my level for, for my sense of humour particularly the over the top um, <laughs> homicidal attempts we have going on and <laughs> and and just how everybody is anyway and, and with the way that the car crashes take place and all that kind of stuff it's <laughs> it's just it's just thinking us how how much fun that would have been to do to thing and just like you get paid to just smash up all this stuff <laughs> that must be a boy thing that yeah. must be but i think i get what you're saying about it being a little bit long in the tooth mm. of the parts of it i think it's it doesn't really need to be so long i think yeah. there's certain things you could trim it trim the fat down a little bit of course yeah you could um yeah but i think it's a that's a reasonable scoring to give this overall for just as, as a thing to just enjoy now and again mm-hmm. yeah for for the musical and the comedic aspects so actually i'm going higher than you oh wow so i was toying between a nine even though it was long-winded oh wow okay um i really 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 enjoyed this one it was something that was really key to me Mm-hmm. Um, I think from your past experience that you never I think really so. Yeah, did it satisfy you in terms of like a, in a fulfillment of like I know what this is all about now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think just for the fact of like you were saying, it could get chopped down. It doesn't need to be as long. Mm-hmm. I was toying between like an eight or an eight point five. Okay. Just for that, I think the reason why I'm scoring it so high is I love the musical aspect of it. Yeah. Really think it's cleverly done. Um, I love the cameos that you get from the musical. So you get Aretha coming in. Mm-hmm. Really think they're really good scenes. Mm-hmm. And I like the relationship Jake and Elle would have. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're wearing glasses most of the time and you still get this kind of really funny character portrayed between both of them, mm-hmm. I think is a really good job on their part. I think it's just an overall really good comedy film, even though yeah, it's something like, about yeah. The- it's kind of like you want them to succeed and yeah, even that. though they're bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like one of those weird things because like you want them to do well, even though actually the the way they do going about it is not the greatest mm-hmm. way of doing things. Mm-hmm. But their intent behind it, mm-hmm. I feel like they are quite lovable characters. I do, I think obviously I feel like I've got a little bit of a connection towards them, and I like the Tom and Jerry kind of Looney Tune vibe of comedy mm-hmm. within it. So I think it's got a lot going for it that makes me enjoy it yeah so i think i'm gonna go 8.5 well you really surprised me there Have I? honestly i thought you were gonna be like similar level to what i was that's why i thought you was gonna score it high and i was thinking i was scoring it a bit too low for what it was so that's why i wanted you to go first Mm. okay i I don't know if that makes me come off a bit snobbish i don't know with with my decision on no, I'm, I'm saying that. You've got your I'm not own saying opinion. that. Oh, it's like oh, but how could you say that it's not one of the one of the best? Well, I didn't think ET was oh, so. You know, I scored that really low. <laughs> it's everybody's opinion to yeah. their own, but I think yeah. I maybe have a bit more of a connection than I thought I did. Hmm. And the music okay. definitely. So we've determined, I think, that you, as long as there's musical numbers in films, that you kind of lean more towards them as proven <laughs> with singing in the rain. I guess maybe. maybe I really like it yeah. that way. Yeah. 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 Well, I love Greece. Even Dirty Dancing, like the acting's yeah. a bit crap. 
music save definitely saves oh, that yeah. film. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible watching it with you. That because <laughs> I hated every minute of it because I knew what you were thinking. You in said your head. you loved it at the time. I loved watching it. Yeah. I just didn't love watching it with you. <laughs> Not even in the drive-in setting, you didn't enjoy it. God. No, I just knew that you weren't enjoying it. I guess. I'm trying my best <laughs> to enjoy, but. Oh dear. I don't know. I don't know if you get that vibe. Like, if you put a film on and I'm really hating it, how that makes well, you feel. Oh, it's a bit like Old Boy, I suppose, where it was kind of mm. like, I knew you weren't going to be like, oh, wow, this is amazing <laughs> with the content I'm getting to discover with this. But um, I get what you mean. Yeah, you kind of want. It's what you want, you want people to like what you like the way that you do. And it kind of hurts you a little bit inside when yeah. you don't I guess but yeah but, like when but, I put pretty one woman on you pleasantly surprised me on that one you but, crushed my heart with notebook <laughs> yeah absolutely crushed me but I'm very pleasantly surprised with how you've you scored this one Thanks. so so again that's always a nice little thing to happen where it's <laughs> not got neither not got the same or you like it more than I do in so. I do think it could get shortened, like, or just hmm. end with the car, not having the car. Uh, a shortened one, yeah. or abbreviated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But overall, okay, a brilliant film that I think anyone yeah. would really enjoy. So you, so you watch it again then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. If I had to spare two and, and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't even watch the extended cut, so I don't even know what. I don't know. I've seen that myself, so I don't even know what that entails. But, um, but you, we definitely want to try and see the show. In a like a theatre or something. Once, yes. Yeah, once yeah, yeah. this one comes available, cool. I love stuff like that, yeah. and I think to be fair, Lion King as well would be my oh yeah number nice. one. Yeah. It's been in the Bradford Alhambra, and I yeah. didn't get a chance because obviously the tickets are like hotcakes. They just oh boom. yeah. But I would love, I would yeah. love to see that. Yeah. So here's to the future with that then. Fingers crossed. Like, hopefully we're getting somewhat light at the end of the tunnel with all mm-hmm. of this. I hope people are feeling that way elsewhere in the world mm-hmm. um and that we actually hope i'm, I'm praying for 2022 like mm-hmm. that's this year yeah. yep for various different reasons yeah hopefully there might be a big wedding bell yep you can draw us with a little veil on then <laughs> <laughs> even well, though i'm not wearing the one, one person i'm not wearing one no, no, no. <laughs> you can just have the top hat that you're wearing <laughs> <laughs> So thank you very much, everybody, for listening to this episode. Yep, thank you so much for listening. Also, a big thank you. And um, we got us first, buy me a coffee. Yes, we'd like to thank the 100 Things We Learned From Film podcast for supporting us with that. Very much appreciated, guys. Thank you so much for my hot chocolate in advance. <laughs> and also definitely go and check them out. They do some brilliant stuff and they're going to definitely make you laugh. So... And we are definitely overdue to have them on our podcast. We really are. Um, please make it something that I can enjoy, though, because, gosh, it'll be something that I won't even know what to add value to. But it will be brilliant. So, yeah, we definitely, hopefully, in the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. that will be yep. coming up, and it will be fantastic. And for anybody else who obviously wants to help support us, if you enjoy the content, of course, then please... Find our 
buy me a coffee link in the show notes and also on our link tree page which is got all our social media links you know the twitter and instagram of sp underscore film viewers and of course that's where you can find all our other episodes Mm -hmm. to listen to on apple podcasts spotify podbean and wherever else you might get them from rate and review us on apple podcasts as well uh helps get get us out there in terms of other people finding us very much appreciated yeah so definitely please go and listen to any of the further podcasts we have done and there's loads of brilliant films that we've seen now i my knowledge is getting very 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 vast Mm -hmm. like there's only a little bit of space in my head that i can retain these films so please listen to them i might even have to go back and remember what i've actually watched because there's only a certain few that actually are up there for me Mm -hmm. which but thank you so much for listening. Yep. Um, I hope you've enjoyed our episode. I really have. Good, good. And I would recommend anybody to go and watch The Blues Brothers if you haven't seen it, which obviously many people will have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very popular. Yeah. It's, Unless it you're like locked in a cupboard yeah. like me. But don't, but don't check out Blues Brothers 2000 because it's not very good. I don't even know what that is. That's the sequel they did. Do you know what that, that reminds me of? What? like. The Nimbus 2000 from Harry Potter. That's literally where my <laughs> head went when you said that. I'm sure that's a lot better than what that film is. Oh, dear. <laughs> Does yeah. that have still the same two guys in it? No. Um, oh, well, no. I'm not no, just, just, just um, Elwood. Oh. And the other kid that joins him on the... No, no, no. no. no Why no. do people do this? It's like, it's like Back to the Future. <laughs> Why did they make a three? Nobody should make a three unless it's like a Harry Potter or the Lord of the Rings where it's like a sequel kind of thing and it carries on and they've got the books for it. Yeah. But just to make more money, stop it. It's the quest for more money. It's, it's... <laughs> it's just greed. Yeah. It's like when Harry Potter and Twilight decided to split the last film into two. Wrong. Anyway. And Peter Jackson with The Hobbit, the last one as well. That was unnecessary. Um... <laughs> That was so polite, Paul. It really was. You're so cute. What? It was unnecessary. <laughs> I was like, just stop it. It's wrong. And you're like, yeah. so polite. So thank you very much for listening. And we will speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Take care now. Bye-bye.